we actually didn't have a planner. I'm pretty organised, so I was really adamant on doing it myself, but it did come with a lot of work. So first up was definitely the guest list and the venue. Um, and once I knew those, I had no idea of the ballpark of how much you were meant to spend on flowers, how much you were meant to spend on your photographer and videographer. And so I just sent out a whole lot of quotes Welcome to the You and Me podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Charlotte Viney, who got married, well, it's a couple of years ago now, isn't it? So to partner Jack. So welcome, Charlotte, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Now, we always start with the same question in every episode because we want to know all about you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name's Charlotte. I've um, done a degree in Bachelor in Communications. I'm married to Jack Barney, who you might know plays for the Melbourne Football Club. And now I'm a stay-at-home mum to my beautiful eight-month-old daughter, Miller. Super cute. Loving your photos on your Instagram of Miller. Absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely gorgeous. I've had to download the iCloud to them all all the photos oh, I know you have about a million photos of just one look they're not really changing oh, much terrible. emotion I was I was looking through my camera roll yesterday of my child and I was like I really need to just stop taking the same photo again and again and again because it's oh. clogging up my my um, data and you always say that you're not going to be that mom you're like I'm not going to be the mom that takes a thousand photos I'm never going to be like that and then you're like yeah <laughs> iCloud yep. storage full you're yeah. like again oh what is this yeah. <laughs> now, just, Charlotte, oh my gosh the last 12 photos on my Instagram have been of Miller yeah totally no I have nothing oh, else, else going on right about, you know that's what you're doing right now <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how you met your partner Jack so Jack and I actually met back in 2007. We went to school together. Um, oh. He was in year seven. I was in year eight. So a bit oh. taboo. Oh, um, wow. And then, Scandal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he moved to Adelaide for his dad's work and came back in year 11. And that's when we started dating and we've been together ever since. So I think it's oh been my gosh. about 10 years now. Wow. Oh, wow. Proper yeah. high school romance. Yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, unreal. And so, okay, so you met in school and you've been together. So it, it's one of those things with a high school thing, I think, as well, is that you like you date them, but you also get to know them as a friend through friendships. And, you know, I think it's kind of you pick up things about them that you might not necessarily if you met later on in life because it's an actual like a real dating thing rather than just yeah, young definitely. love hanging out as a friend. So. How did, because you've been together for so long, like did Jack propose and was he able to keep it a secret? Well, surprisingly he was. I'm normally really onto these things, but um, he told me when he was planning the ring that he was seeing friends and he was going to the movies and stuff. So I actually didn't suspect a thing. And then normally we try to do like a little trip before he starts his season and he's just like, let's go down to Red Hill, go stay at a winery for a night before we can't get away. And then um, we went off there and 
I actually should have picked up on something because when we were leaving, he and his brother hugged each other and I was like, that's a bit mm, weird. We're only going away for one night. <gasps> that's <laughs> a bit suspicious, like calm down. And then he proposed when we were down there and then I was like, oh, should have known. But oh, no, that's it was so, so nice. good. It's you nice. You can't to... really like sneak those kind of surprises in when you know them so well. So, exactly. you know, that you get the sus on thing. them. Yeah. And he did, um, he proposed down by like this lake when we did a picnic, but he had to um, tell me it was complimentary because if he'd organised that, like, we're going to have a picnic down there, I would have been like, what is yeah, happening? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So little white lies here and there, but he pulled it off. Yeah. Good on he him. He did. And yeah, so that was three years ago now. It's crazy. Oh, wow. That's insane, isn't it? So, okay, so three years ago, so it would have meant you would have had about a year-long engagement by the time you got married. Yeah, nine months it was, yeah. Nine months. What was what was the process like? Because you guys went to Willow and Stone Estate, was it? Is uh, that where you were for your wedding? For the wedding? Yeah. Uh, Mitchelton Winery, yeah. Oh, Mitchelton. Okay, all right. And how did you go about yeah. picking – how did you go about picking that venue? Was it somewhere that you've been repeatedly and you just loved it and you knew you wanted to go there or how did you How did you get to that choice? Well, we discovered it before we were actually engaged and we were just okay. like, wow, this place is beautiful. We want to go yes. check it out. And then we got engaged and it was like, okay, we'll go check it out. Literally, it was our only venue we had a look at and we just went there and were like, this is perfect. It's really modern, but it's on the river and Jack yeah. grew up in Echuca, so it was really like... Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So it was... It, we didn't even look anywhere else. It was like, lock yeah. it in. That's so good. I think with wedding planning, that's so important. Once you find somewhere and you love it or find something and you love it, you just have to book it and then put it out of your mind and not think about it again because it was always the first choice is always the right choice. Exactly. And we just loved it because they did offer like an outdoor ceremony and reception and they also had a hotel on the venue. So that was just perfect because we wanted all our guests to stay. So that was just tick, tick, tick. Amazing. And so obviously this was a couple of years ago. So this was pre-COVID madness. So how many guests did you have? We ended up having 120, but it was so hard trying to cull people, but then having people there that you might not have there now. (laughs) Um, Isn't that a massive realisation when you have a bigger wedding and you're like, I don't even talk to these people anymore or I didn't think we were as good of friends but we're actually best friends now and oh it's it is really hard and we did have to cull it down because we decided we really wanted everyone to stay at the venue so they only had a certain amount of room which was a lot but we did have to do a few just a few cuts and do you know what with with a like with his you know being part of a club as well like yeah. that just adds on what was there 22 just close yeah, contact in there straight away <gasps> and their partners so mm-hmm. it was around 60 I think yep. that were straight away Melbourne oh. people <laughs> 
Big one, big one. Got to be done though. (laughs) It does add up really, really quickly. And so that was obviously your your first thing that you would have booked would have been your venue. And how did your planning process go? Did you you utilize all the recommendations from the venue? Because they've got some incredible suppliers that they work with there and, you know, catering's obviously in-house. So how did you find those big suppliers like your photographer? Well, I, we actually didn't have a planner. I'm pretty organized, so I was really adamant on doing it myself. But yes. it did come with a lot of work. So first, that was definitely the guest list and the venue. Um, and once I knew those, I had no idea of a ballpark of how much you were meant to spend on flowers, how much you were meant to spend on your photographer and videographer. And so I just sent out a whole lot of quotes um, asking how many people we've got, what's it going to cost, and that gave me a ballpark of a scale of yep. lower end and higher end. So that helped kind of even out the budget. But, I mean, social media was a big factor. Just yeah. having social media now to have a look through the work they've done and recommendations. Um, but I stumbled across Ruby and James, our flower stylist, and met up with them and I just, loved them they were so lovely and their work was beautiful um my photographer i also found on social media i see i saw she did a bit of work for erin and tara and um i just loved her work as well and Mm. i it was mainly all social media that i found them all um but also their quotes helped (laughs) yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) their quotes were good yeah (laughs) do you know what though but that's super important Mm, absolutely and it's really hard because you are not supposed like if you haven't been married multiple times you don't know what you're expected to pay or where the benchmark is sitting when you're planning your wedding so it's so hard I mean god we we go into it and we sort of say to couples at the very beginning oh do you have an idea but you know it it is an absolute needle in a haystack yeah absolutely Yeah. Did you, were things more expensive for you as well because of the transport? Because people are coming to Echuca. Like, how did that? Yeah, not a lot, and not as much as I thought, to be honest. Um, Because you just pay the transport fee, but we were pretty good in divvying up our budget. We did get some supplies like our lighting um, that were all in North, or, I actually can't remember where they're from, but North Central Hire, which is down that way. And they were a quick drive, so it cost nothing. But in, it was just all the hiring of the furniture, which was a big yeah. into the budget. But mm. um, we factored everything in. But it was I think it was a two and a half hour drive. So it wasn't too bad, actually, the transport fees. And so um, you had you had like some amazing suppliers on board, which does make it um, it makes your life much easier because sometimes the investment in your supplier you can bounce all your ideas off them and get an 100%. idea of whether or not um, oh I got this quote for a cake like I don't know like should I be paying yeah. $500 for a cake like so at least exactly. you had some really good suppliers that you can you know and, and your venue being such an incredible space you can you can bounce off all those ideas and be like am I not am I being is this crazy or is this kind of normal so that sort of makes it a bit easier and so once you've selected your venue and and you know you've got your your suppliers 
in the works and you're you're sticking to your budget as much as you can kind of tell that you're sticking to your yeah. budget um you know they're all the the fun kind of bookings how did you go with suppliers like your dress that dress hunt because that's it, it's a totally another ball game trying to find the it dress oh uh, I I think I looked in about 12 stores and I found it so hard yeah. I really just was so sure I'd find something off the rack and I just love it and it was the one but honestly I went in loving a style and then it not suiting me and then not sure what I liked and then after a few store visits it was kind of like all right I really need to do custom because I'm not finding anything or if I'm finding something it's like a ridiculous amount yeah um and so I went with Oglia Laura, who I actually worked before with the Brownlow, um, and he created two amazing dresses. Um, he, he just had an idea. He had he did all these sketches, and I just fell in love with two of them. And he just ran with it, and they were pretty cool. Um, pretty cool. I really wanted ones that were a bit more open because we had a summer wedding, so I was like, I don't mind showing skin. Yeah. <laughs> so our, my reception <laughs> dress was like short and a bustier with a big train on it. It was really cool. Um, and then you'll... So, yeah, I, I really struggled with the shop, trying to yeah. find a dress off the rack. It's it's funny. Not a lot of people talk about it, but it's kind of dress shopping's polarising. You either have the most magical experience and it's super easy and you walk in, you're like, this is the best, or it is actually really hard. It's so and it stressful. doesn't matter and your you body feel... shape or what. It's it's yeah. just like your size, the hair colour. It doesn't actually, that doesn't really matter as much. Oh. Sometimes it's just a really hard journey. And you feel really the pressure journey. as well. Just, yes. They're kind of like, all right, if you want this dress, it's going to take six months. And it's like, oh, my gosh, yeah, my wedding's been eight yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Really did you bring yeah. anyone along with you to your, um, like, dress shopping or did you go solo? Mm-hmm. I brought my um, brother's cousin once and I took my mum once and then I was like, nah, I want to do it alone. I just really wanted to do it alone. I was like, I don't want other people's input. I just want to do it my way. If someone doesn't Mm -hmm. like my dress, I don't want to be influenced in any way or know that they don't like it. So I No, not at all. I did that and I brought my bridesmaid and my mum to my pickup fitting. (laughs) And it was Beautiful. like the best thing ever because you had, you can filter the comments of a sales yeah. clerk, but you will always have people that you love yeah. comments at the back of your mind. So yeah, and, and it was, and, and like it was an amazing done, experience. So. Yes. <laughs> Too late guys. You can't say There's no. nothing you can say. <laughs> exactly. Um, and when you were designing this custom um, made gown with the um, designer, were they kind of taking the lead most of the time or were you really having like a lot of input or how did that kind of relationship oh, work? I mean, he's amazing at what he does. So I pretty much gave him the lead because I was like, you know what's best. Like, you know <laughs> what's going to look good. Um, but then I'd have a few small little comments just like, can I bring it up a little bit like in the bus? <laughs> yeah. Just small things that he pretty much from start to finish like, I was so happy with it. That's amazing. And so the details. It is hard though getting custom because you just don't know the end result and you're paying for a dress that you're like, I don't know what it's going to end up like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it's not just an alteration. It's like a complete build up, which is intimidating. 
And so because you were like you had two chain two dresses, um, did what was the detailing like? Because I'm looking at we always creep, feel like such creeps looking through your photos to be like <laughs> Oh my gosh. But did you was there what was on your was there feathers on your dress or was there like yes. is, Oh yeah, okay, good, good. <laughs> tell had, me about um, tell me about this detail here. So it had um, it had mirror back Swarovski crystals all over it. Yeah. Um, oh, I really struggle with that had, word, Swarovski. Swarovski. Yeah, Swarovski. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. Um, lots of seed beads yep. um, sewn all over it and then feathers as well no. and the slits God. down the legs. Love it. Um, and just sheer cutouts. So it was pretty cool. It and then so my beautiful. second dress was crystals as well um, on the bodice and then just yep. Separate shorts and shoes. Yeah. I actually, I'm like looking at your photos, I'm actually not sure. I'm a big lover of feathers and I don't think, I think people don't use them as much, but I think that's why I love them more because not many people do them. Oh, yeah. yeah I not many people sure do them. It. Oh, I love, I love them. And I think that yeah. people are so adverse to having something that's a 100%. bit wild. When you do have them, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I really yeah. wanted like different dresses like something real stand oh, out and it yeah. was kind of like oh a bit of movement to the dress why not yeah 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 and I love the low back with all the buttons down the middle too yeah it was pretty special so um going back to the whole planning thing did you have an on the day someone to help set up or how did that whole process unfold well Mitchelton was so good in they were like you just don't stress we'll tell your suppliers where to go you just let us do that for you which was so like just a weight off my shoulders um but I just made sure all the suppliers knew where to go when they got there and where to set up um and so I did have um they did have like an event coordinator at Mitchelton who she was just on the ball and I was just back and forth with her um so I didn't have, that was a thing, like if you had a planner, it'd be really handy to have for just on the day. But it was really the venue that kind of took over. It felt like I had a little planner. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, it no, makes, like you really said, it makes it so out. much easier, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. Even things like, things I'd forgotten about, like uh, bowls for the flower toss. I completely forgot about it, but someone did it. Yeah. I saw them there when I looked down the aisle and I was like, someone oh, did it. Someone Good took one. Care of that and I forgot about it. <laughs> no, that's that's the amazing part. And I think that sometimes people like when when people look at like per head cost of venues and things like that, they forget that inside all those, you know, two hundred plus per head cost that's all those special details that you get oh, when you yeah. go to a venue is these incredibly amazing staff and, you know, there are oh, rubbish the bins and there are, are toilets amazing. and yeah. it makes a very big difference. Cleaners and everything. Oh, yeah, you don't need to come back the next day. So important. So exactly. tell us a little bit about your wedding day. Walk us through how it all was and, and how it transpired. So we had a 4 p.m. ceremony because um, we really just wanted people to arrive and check in to the hotel um, they could chill out. I think a few of them went on a little winery, cellar tour, some sat by the pool. Um, and then we had a pre-drink for guests at our ceremony deck, which was really nice. I didn't get to go, but <laughs> it looked nice from my window. And um, we just had all the bridesmaids starting to get ready around 12, I think. 
Um, and then the ceremony's at four and we had photos after that and all our guests moved over. We had our ceremony and our reception literally next to each other because we didn't want people to have to travel and it was just easy. Everyone had their stuff at the hotel. So they were all there and we had our bride's bridal party photos, came back and I'd changed into my second dress. So then we oh. were announced and I was in my second dress, nice. which was really cool. That's um, fun. And, yeah. And we went straight into cutting of the cake and we got to mingle and do speeches. And then we had our sun, um, sunset shot. So Jack and I and our photographer and videographer went on the little buggy that Mitchelton had for us yes. and went out to the vines. So that was also a time saver. They had a buggy which drove yes. us around, which was great. That's so good. And then, yeah, and then we came back and it was dance time. I love it. It was, so it was, party it was time. really good. We, yeah, we planned it out really well. It all timed out perfectly. And being a summer wedding because, you know, Victoria and all, and you had your cer- did you have your ceremony outside? Yeah, yeah. So did you have to contend with any, uh, was it too hot, too cold? Was there rain? Was there anything that kind of in the lead up weather-wise for outdoors? Because I think that that's a big thing that people don't, you know, kind of consider is that backup option too. So how was was your day? Because your ceremony was a little bit later. Yeah. So we, I got up in the morning and it was raining and windy and it was like, Oh, no. <laughs> and I had everyone messaging me like it's okay it looks like it's gonna pass don't worry and it was like oh my gosh um but it ended up clearing which was amazing oh, that's so but good. it was very windy um so walking down the aisle my veil was just flying everywhere and I had to take it off as soon as I got there it was just so windy the day prior there was a wedding at Mitchelton and it was 40 degrees and two of the bridesmaids fainted so it was kind of like yeah you can't win right sometimes you (laughs) just can't win either way you can't really win so you can't change that so it was what it was but it was beautiful we didn't have to move anything indoors or it and all the suppliers could set up the furniture outside and everything so it worked really well Worked really well. And so, I mean, look, that's like a little near disaster. But what yeah. was your, what were your favourite elements of the day? Because it sounds like it was nice and smooth and party time is always the best time when you can finally get through those like formalities and let your hair down and actually enjoy the time with your husband because, yeah. you know, there is so much time in a wedding day that you don't even really talk to the person you just married, yeah. especially when you've got exactly. all these guests that you're talking to. So, that's it. That's yeah. Yeah. So what what was one of like, can you pick a favourite moment? Yeah, I was actually talking to someone about this the other day and I tell everyone it because someone told it to me and so we did it, which was when you're at your wedding to take a moment away together and just look back on what you've created and your special day and every, all your loved ones enjoying themselves. So we just stepped away and had a look back at everyone Um and that was just a really beautiful moment just to see how our day turned out and married. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what? And I think that's the biggest thing. I think those little moments that you do get to kind of appreciate how much work you've put in 
and how much money, but how much work you put in to actually (laughs) get there. Like you do, you need to step back and kind of give yourselves a pat on the back and be like, you know what, we did this. And that's a really amazing feeling. And you look at everybody having an amazing time on the dance floor and you're like, this is it. This is a celebration. really that you get all your loved ones together on both sides of the family and friends. So it was really special. Such a good day. Oh, and it's so funny, like being a parent as well, like you see all these memes that are like, you know, like it was so amazing catching up with my friends like every weekend when I was 16 and then you get to an adult and it's like, I'll see you in six years because it's the only time we'll ever be able to get to the same room together. So those kind of things as we got, like as you get older, is so special to be able to go and, you know, like be a part of it. I think some of them I haven't even seen since. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but then we kind of went into that crazy time that's like, oh, you know, crazy. That, what? Let's not even talk about that. But I what, know, um, you know, it sounded like, it sounds like it was pretty smooth, which is an amazing wedding journey because you can hear some horror stories. But what is there anything that now that you've been through it, you would do differently? Oh, anything I'd do differently? I don't think there's anything I'd do differently differently um probably just some of the gifts you wouldn't maybe <laughs> but I'd um I definitely still do a cocktail wedding I love doing that instead of a sit down one um but I can't really think of anything we'd do differently I think we spoke about it the other day and it was like oh it was just so good you wouldn't change it it was you that's so good. And word of advice other than, well, you've, you've said take a moment, but have you got any, any other advice for brides that are listening and are wanting to? Because do you know what, actually, let's go on that point because we don't, we have not interviewed many and not by any like particular reason, but not many couples have that we've interviewed recently have had cocktail majority of them are doing sit down so have you got any advice for guests that are like wanting to consider a cocktail style wedding rather than a sit down I think maybe just have a backup if you want an outdoor just having a back backup for indoor but also if things don't go to plan not to worry about it because I think our furniture got um half of it got damaged right before our wedding so we got a call I think the day before saying you want different furniture um so we were meant to have all white but then we ended up going half white and half black and no one even noticed and it looked amazing so it's like just don't sweat the small stuff 90 percent of the time no one will even realize that it was a little screw up but um (laughs) yeah that's probably my only thing just to enjoy the day and it's the time you get to marry a loved one I know. So special. So special. Oh, well, Charlotte, thank you so much for joining us and uh, all your tips. And I bet it was so like after being like locked in houses and everything changing, it would would have been so nice to relive it because it wasn't too long ago either. Another oh, I'm going to go back on all my photos now. <laughs> yes, I love that. Oh well, honey, thank you so much, thank and it was so good to Thanks to so interview much for you. Having me. Thank you. Thanks so much. Okay. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the You and Me podcast. If you're after any of the suppliers mentioned in today's episode, you can head on over to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast and jump into our episode release where we've tagged all these incredible suppliers featured in this interview. If you're a bride or groom and would like to chat to us about having your wedding featured on the You and Me podcast, you can send us a submission DM to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast titled Real Couple Submission or message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the You and Me podcast. Leaving reviews, rating the episodes, sharing the love with all your loves and subscribing to our podcast really helps us to continue producing the amazing content designed just for you. So don't be shy. You can also follow our ordinary lives with Andy over at The Bridal Journey and Laura at Wonderlust Creative. Thanks for joining.